I'm Peter Martin. And I'm Adam Annis. You're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Today, we're going to give you seven ways to get your kids into jazz. Do you have kids? I do have kids. Are they into jazz? They love jazz. Really? Well, sometimes. <laughs> you know what? I've heard from each of them at different times, I love jazz and I hate jazz. I know. Yeah. Yeah. No, my kids actually love jazz. That's what they tell me. I think they're sucking up to me yeah, to try yeah. to get toys. And food. And food. Because <laughs> they're eight and six. They're a little younger. But no, this is good. Uh, I think I have some ideas on this. So maybe we should uh, uh, Kid, go forth. Good, let's, let's go forth. <laughs> okay. So number one, listen. Ah. <laughs> How do you know? But this one really is, this one is a true, we're not forcing, the, we never force the listen. This is the most important thing. But I would say that the, the, the trick with this is you listen. Don't force them to listen. Just have the music on. I mean, that's how I got into jazz. Yeah, totally. Like, I just heard the music a lot in our house. I don't even know, thinking back, actually, if it was that much. But, I mean, it was, it, it was a constant pressure, but it wasn't 24 hours a day. Because, like, my dad and my mom, but especially my dad, he would sit and listen to jazz for enjoyment. Yeah. It was never, like, to educate me or to turn me into a jazz musician. He liked listening to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, he would also sit and drink a beer, and he liked that. So I guess I took up that habit as well at a certain point. But, I mean, it's like just have it on just the same way you'd have some art on the wall if you can afford a Picasso. Hang that on your wall, you know. That's right. Um, and but the great thing with jazz is it's it's the way we interact with it is and 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 get acclimated to it first. You don't have to love it, but you just want to be acclimated to it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and then I, the music will take over. Exposure is is the biggest part, right? If they're exposed from an early age, they they are familiar with it. I mean, I remember for me listening to the jazz radio station here, eighty eight seven mm-hmm. WSIE. When I was a kid, well, you could pick that up all the way down in Jeffco. In, in Jeffco, yeah, wow, in High Ridge, yeah, we had But no, I remember my dad kind of because I was like, "How do they do this? Are they?" He's, he's like, "They're improvising everything. How do they do that?" And just my dad kind of explaining to me how rhythm sections worked, and that really got me into it. Of just like, oh, so like the drummer's kind of making up his thing, and the pianist is making up his thing. That's great, you know, for a kid who who liked you know, classical music and the Beach Boys, it was a revelation. Right. So that's a big thing. And then I'll go with number two, and this is kind of piggybacking on that, and that's to take them to live performances. Mm-hmm. You know, I make it a point to take my kids to as many concerts as I can uh, that's appropriate for yeah. a six-year-old and an eight-year-old. And they love it. You know, it, there's nothing that will connect, not just kids, but anybody, but especially kids, to the music then to seeing it live. And they've been to some, like, I don't just take them to easy stuff either. I've... I've taken them to like Melissa Aldana, and they love that. You nice. know, and it's like that's heavy music. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into it though. No, I think that's great. And I've done. My kids are a little older, but they really grew up listening to it. Uh, mostly at you know my gigs. That's the easiest thing. Right. Bring them. Um, I mean, I know. Actually, all my kids, because they were all born in New Orleans, that was kind of advanced. Well, I, that I, helps. Maybe it? that'll be number three. <laughs> Move to New Orleans. <laughs> to New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but you know, look, if you're living in a city. Um, there's anywhere in the world at this point there is live jazz music that's surprisingly good quality totally. available. Totally. Yeah, it's not going to be New Orleans, New York, or, or, or but 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 I mean, they, it's it's available. There's always and even like smaller towns, college towns, you know, there's there's good concerts coming through, and it's just like anything, you know, like like you say, expose them to it, take them because you know the listening to the records at home. Um, or I guess would yeah well records are coming back with the streaming or whatever that kind of gives them the general sound 
But like anything, I mean, it's just like, you know, watching football on TV is fun, but then you take a kid to watch a live football game and you feel it and hear it. It's the same thing. Yeah. And in a way, you can't even see as good as on TV, but you're experiencing it. It's the whole, there's a whole little cultural cues that happen, right? Like, I remember the first time I took my daughter to see a show. Actually, you were in this show uh, at at Jazz the Bistro. And she got so excited about the clapping after solos. Yeah. yeah, You know what I mean? That was the thing. And, And I didn't even think about that, that that would be a thing. But that really drew her into the music and she couldn't wait till after a solo so right. she could clap you know really yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um oh, we're only on two so yes, let's indeed. let's go to number three um wait is this going to be just how to get your kids into listening to jazz or playing jazz? i think it'd be both okay yeah. good yeah, yeah. Right, we should have decided that but now we did <laughs> <laughs> okay so i want to go with number three we'll kind of go into sort of playing and that is to give them a great just general music education Totally. You know, just for, you know, and that really starts, I think, with with an instrument, a teacher, maybe that's you, maybe that's at school. It can be a number of different things, but like it being serious. I mean, not overly serious. It, it should be fun, but like presented in a way where you're learning the proper technique. You know, once you get to the appropriate age, which I really believe can be any age. I mean, I, I came up in the Suzuki method, which it doesn't get any younger than that. It's yep. just like, yeah, you know, when, when's the due date? Yeah. All right, we're starting two months before <laughs> in utero, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but but it's all about you know nurturing the musical side and that is not specific to a certain style of music it's about you know having just great sounding music around them and then once you're playing really focusing on the, on on the important elements of this language and and treating it like a language and learning from your parents that great connection between the parent and the child language and and making that connection that they're same thing as, as how they learn to speak yeah. how they learn to eat and you make it as natural as that then it's going to be a part of their life. I mean, later on, they're going to become teenagers and they're going to rebel and be like, wait, I have to eat because I'm going to die. I don't have to play jazz. That's I right. hate you, dad. You yeah. Not yeah. that I ever big shout out to my kids. Love you. <laughs> Post teens. No. That's going to happen no matter what you do. Though. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There'll yeah. be a rebelling stage, but it doesn't matter because you've already planted the seed in there. At that That's point. right. Yeah, I love that. Um, I think, you know, the more musically literate you can get your kids the more they're going to enjoy all kinds of music, like you said, you know, whether it's yep. jazz or punk or classical or whatever, you know, if they know, if they know how it works, it becomes more interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I'm going to go with, uh, for number four, I'm going to go with listen, but a little bit different. And that's listen to your kids. Um, mm-hmm. So oftentimes, you know, your children will give you cues. Are to, you a millennial, by the way? No. No. Well, what's the generation? I'm on the cusp. I'm You're a, on the cusp. I'm between Gen X and millennials. I see. I thought you were one of those parents that does it a little too. See, my generation, we don't listen to our kids. That's, That's a right. big difference. No, but this is a little bit of a Montessori technique, yeah. right, where the children kind of direct where they're, yep. they're learning. And that's because if they're interested in something, they're more apt to, you know, connect with it to learn deeper. Yeah. And so... I always try to take cues of what my kids might be interested mm. in. And like, so uh, just, just last week we were listening to jazz. You know, every time I take them to school, we always listen to music. Oftentimes it's jazz. And my son said, uh, you know, dad, is there any jazz with singers? And I realized I hadn't really played much, you know, uh, vocal jazz in the car. It was mostly <laughs> you know, Eric Dolphy and whatnot. <laughs> but, uh, you better love this or you ain't eating tonight. But that was a great key for me to you know, expose him to, to singers. So I immediately started putting on some Ella Fitzgerald, some Sarah Vaughan, yep. um, stuff that I knew you know, would, would be easy to connect with. And you know, he loves it. And so that's just a, another you know, box ticked for interest in the music. You know? Yeah. No, I, I like that. And um, so I'm going to go with 
I don't even know what we're on now. Five, six, five. five. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with continue listening to your kids, <laughs> as you can see, piggybacking on this. But uh, I would take that to their choice of instrument. You know, people always ask me, and I'm sure you get this too, it's like, oh, I want my kid to play piano. When should I start them? What age should they start? How should they start? You know, who's a good teacher? Or what instrument should they play? And all these things, you know, parents want to, want to have that, kind of check that musical box for their kids. But what I usually tell them, and I'm, I'm in, you know, by, by no means an expert in early education or anything, but I do know music. And, oh, don't, don't sell yourself short, man. Okay. Come on. <laughs> uh, hey, who are you calling short? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but I mean, but in terms of music, and I think, we, you know, we know what worked for us, what worked for our kids, but also looking at other, you know, peers and stuff. I think that you really can, I mean, look, up to a certain age, you can force your kids to do anything that's legal. Yeah. But, you know, you make it a lot easier, just like with anything, if you, if they, if you're listening to them and taking your cues from them, like, kids are going to be interested in, if you're exposing them to different music and instruments because it's fun and it sounds good. That's right. I mean, that's just the way. I mean, if you expose them to the crappy stuff, they're not going to want to be involved. I mean, just like with food, like some of these kids now I see that can eat this incredible, like, you know, hipster food and enjoy oh, it. Oh, dude, my kids have had more food before they're 10 than yeah. I had until I was 30. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure that they're, and their understanding and then their palate and everything is, is, is beyond what most people would think a kid, I mean, kids can, can, can comprehend an enormous amount of stuff if you give them good quality. That's true. You know? Yeah. Um, so I think that that's, you know, with music and you, the, our thing of just having a few instruments around, if you can be fortunate enough to do that, or if you have them in a band, you know, string, something at school, that's, that's a great thing, just another environment. But once they get that bug and they're like, I want to play the piano, and it's not just like a one thing, like it changes every day, but once you see a pattern, that's what I tell parents, yeah. like they keep coming back to one instrument. Even if it's, see, what most parents make the mistake is like, before they're even born, like everyone wants designer kids. You right, know, I want right. them to like be a classical pianist and go to Harvard and like, and, and then become a doctor and all right. this. I'm like, if you have that plan, the biggest way to, to make sure that's not going to happen is to like tell them <laughs> and to force them into that's that. That's right. Plan. Yeah, yeah. But if you kind of say, I want them to be musical. I mean, who doesn't? There's nothing wrong with that. Everybody yeah. uh, appreciation of music. And you know what? Maybe if they have the drive and the talent and the interest, they if they have it, then they'll become a musician. If if that's, I mean, that's the whole thing. Like you know, I I mean, as much as I love basketball, like, and I'm always been playing that with my kids that I expose it, and they did all play and they all continue to play. I never was just like I want. I never became one of those parents like I want my kid to be in the NBA. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to marry a tall, you know, like, like, well, what's his name did, you know, he literally, uh, uh, ball. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah he's yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. talks about that. He's like, when I got to college, I looked for the tallest woman <laughs> and I dated her and I married her and we're going to have, and it worked. I mean, that it does work, yeah. I but I mean, you have to be very calculating to yes. do that. And I think with music, that it's guy his, calculating. Nah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's kind of a genius. We didn't think we'd say that on this episode, yeah. Yeah. but, um, but that's the thing is like, but if you say, a little bit more general, say I want them to have just a great appreciation of jazz and, and a knowledge of it and exposure to it. And then if they're going to be the next John Coltrane, you don't have to program that. Believe me, it's going to happen yeah, like, yeah. no matter what you do. So don't worry about that. Just worry about them getting in the realm and you know have them pick an instrument maybe that they are have some pull to. Not that when you have a pull. Oh, and then the other big era... Are we ranting on parents? Now? You're ranting a little man, bit. You know keep what? it going, man. Keep but it going. I'm kind of an older keep parent. Keep it going. No, I like it. Older. I like it. No, this whole thing of like, I want them to play the instrument that I always wanted to play or that I got frustrated and wasn't able to do, so I'm going to have them yeah. do it. You yeah. know, live vicariously through them. Big mistake. <laughs> yeah. Big mistake. <laughs> 
All right, for number six. Are you doing that? You're not doing that. Are you? Is your rant over, by the way? Yeah, right, rant for now. Okay, for now. can I go to number six? Yes, go to number six. <laughs> okay, for number six, uh, this is going to be uh, teach them the history of the music. Ugh, that uh, sounds that well, sounds but you don't boring. have to be. You don't have to be boring. <laughs> okay. um, about it. You know, for us, we're in America, and so this is a huge part of our cultural history. Yep. And sadly, actually, it's not really taught a lot in American no. schools. No. Um, I got to be a part of a program that was um, uh, developed by Jazz at Lincoln Center last year called Weebop, and it was these classes that we had here in St. Louis for toddlers, and it really taught them the history of the music through the great artists, through Louis Armstrong and Duke Ellington yep. and Ellis Fitzgerald. And, uh, you know, the fact that they, you can get a whole room full of toddlers screaming Louis Armstrong <laughs> at you is, yeah. is amazing. And it, it's important, though, to our cultural history, um, especially here in the States, uh, that we acknowledge that this is a huge part of our cultural identity. And I think teaching them who these people were, you know, and their stories. Yep. Um, so that they, they know the story of jazz. They know how it sounds, but they also know, you know, it's from New Orleans and it's, you know, it's came out of swing and the blues. And, you know, I think it's an important part of it. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. And I think that no matter where you are, even if you aren't in a St. Louis or New Orleans where there's like this direct, you know, historical and cultural connection. I mean, like here we can walk a few blocks to Scott Joplin's yeah, house, awesome. which is cool to, you know, Actually, I haven't t- have you taken your kids there? No, not yet. No, me neither. <laughs> let's 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 put that on our list. <laughs> they haven't been to Six Flags yet either. So. Oh, that's good. <laughs> well, you're doing good. No, but I mean, I think anywhere in the world, really, there's now this is a global music, so there's connections not only in terms of live performance, but interesting historical things that are maybe more recent that have happened, yeah. which are interesting. Yeah, use the great a lot too. That helps. <laughs> yeah, lionize your your kid. No, don't lionize your kid. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go with number seven. Yeah, it's just gonna be be patient. And it's like anything with kids. It's like you're just planting the seeds. You have to, you know, I love your thing of listen to your kids. I would just extend that to, like, trust them long term. You can't trust them short term at all. Don't let them off the yeah. leash, literally. Do not let them off of the leash. But, um, but you know, the, the jazz is just part of, like, the overall kind of cultural education you want to give them. Most people listen to this podcast are probably like us musicians or someone in the music. We want to really force this on them. But um, just make it part of the the, the, the oeuvre, the oeuvre <laughs> of, of their Fancy. general thing and trust that they, they will... They, they, it's, it's, it, this is a mature music. Yeah. I mean, so like the Weebop program is great because they have them Louis Armstrong. Now, are, are they going to be nine years old and like, I love listening to Louis Armstrong? Maybe not, but maybe at 15, 16, when they start to rebel, like, man, I want to, I kind of remember this. They had some exposure that, that seed was planted. That's exactly it. And, the, and then you can trust the music, the, the great music of the great Louis Armstrong <laughs> yeah, will yeah. take over from that point. Well, I love this because, you know, you, you were just talking the other day about how your son, you know, he plays piano. He's played piano for a long time. But he's just now starting to play some like Scott Joplin and get more into it. And I right. think it is a it's a personal thing. And we think that kids can just do whatever we program the, to do. And maybe to a certain extent, we hope that's the case. But yeah. they're still little people with little personalities. Are they though? Yeah, yeah they, they are. are. That's you true. Know, yeah. They are. So, but they'll you know if they're if they're going to find it, they're going to find it, and they'll find it on their own time. You know, that's just right. make sure that they're always that you're ready to be there. You know, to to help help with it you know that's right so well thanks again for listening uh to today's episode if you like what you heard leave us a, a rating where we're going for six stars that is you know what you complained about it so much and now it's like you you've beat me down to submission i'm thinking five stars is five stars enough. is possible it's not as ambitious it's as, fine i mean Whatever. i like the six star no, no, idea no. i'm salty i just want to tell people that it is not possible that's true 
Okay. Six stars. Now I'm getting excited again. PM here wants you to give us six stars. <laughs> well, I so. feel like I just, I love, you know, giving 110%. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not do. saying you got to do 120%, you know. <laughs> you did ask for seven stars the other day, though. That's true. <laughs> That's well, like because. 120%. Well, I'm like, if you can make it to, if you, if you can make it from five to six, why not do one more? Well, why not do 10, buddy? Well, why not do infinity? <laughs> <laughs> We're bantering like like four year olds now, precocious four year olds. No, uh, we do appreciate all the the great ratings and reviews we've gotten. It it really helps. You know, you said we're climbing up the charts. We are climbing up the charts, it's the awesome. jazz podcast charts. And um, you know, maybe share it with share it with a friend. Totally, yeah, that wouldn't kill you, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you could also go to youllhearit.com to leave us a message or just say hi or give us a suggestion for topics or lessons. We love the suggestions. We do like the suggestions. We have this great. Uh, advanced technology where you can leave a taped message. <laughs> it's, it's, we have a web web platform with taped messages. It's amazing. Right. No, that's fun though because we have we haven't got a lot of those, but we've got some really thoughtful ones. And thank you guys so much. I think we've actually answered every one. We there have. might have been a repeat one we decided not to do just because we didn't want to. But I mean, in general, I mean, just know that if you put your voice there, it will probably show up here at some point. Yeah, we do. We do listen, and we we uh, we love to get them. So because we've gotten great questions. Now, if you put a dumb question, you're probably not going to hear your voice. We might call you out on. Yeah, it. I mean, if you're like, "Hey, who are you? What's this?" or something, <laughs> you know. But I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. Keep it up, please. Keep Thank up, you guys. Please. Yeah, and so uh, due to the uh, overwhelming uh, response we've gotten, we're going to keep this going with our discount on Open Studios uh, annual all access pass. Uh, you can save 10% on Open Studios All Access Pass annually if you enter the offer code. You'll hear it 10 in the offer code field at checkout. And that's big. It's a, it's a big deal. Because it's, we always said, we were like, this is such a good deal as it is already. And the only thing that would, that, that would even cause us to talk about discount, when we referred this to our marketing department, you remember yeah. what they said at first? Do not ever discount Well, this. Yeah, yeah, we were talking amongst ourselves, to be, <laughs> to be clear. Yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> the but, marketing department. <laughs> <laughs> but we figured we put it at the end of the uh, episode so that you know, um, only our very, very loyal listeners will hear it. And if I can get Adam to stop screaming it so loud, maybe we could keep it to that. <laughs> but there you go. You'll hear it. <laughs>